Good morning, world. Welcome to another episode of Zendependently Minded. If you are a new or returning listener, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're interested in more podcasts, combat sports news, and combat sports analysis and discussion, stay tuned because it's only going to get better from here. And if you like this content, then share it with your friends and family that also enjoy combat sports news, discussions, and analysis because Zendependently Minded is only the best podcast out there for that kind of stuff. So first off, before I start this episode of Zendependently Minded, I just want to send out my thoughts and prayers to everyone who is being or has been affected by the coronavirus. The most important thing is to stay calm, stick together, stay with friends, family, loved ones, whatever it is, just stay calm and stick together and stay united. On this episode of MMA Minded, well, basically, MMA Minded is just going to transform into the whole entire podcast. Independently Minded is going to just basically, eventually in the, the next few weeks in podcasts, it's just going to transform and slowly change into just being a combat sports podcast. Because I've decided this is this is what I love to talk about, this is my passion, and I'm going to stick with combat sports. Um, anyways, on this episode of Independently Minded, I'm just going to react and talk about the current state of the UFC just with this coronavirus and all the the regulations and restrictions that are, are being implemented around the world and in the United States and at these fight venues. So the first fight card um, with no fans was this past weekend. Um, it, it was different. It was different, but there were some things I liked about it, things I didn't like about it. Um, first of all, with the fights, uh, with the no crowds, what I didn't like, obviously, was the fact that there were no crowds. I feel that when it comes to a big monumental event like fighting in the cage, especially with a big organization like the UFC, um, the crowd really plays into the fights. And it can, the pressure and the, the hype and the anxiety that the fighters feel that they can either feed into the crowd or the, the crowd can hurt them. We've seen a lot of guys who cave under pressure. Jose Aldo caved under the pressure and the psychological warfare that Conor McGregor brought upon him. And Donald Cerrone is famous for not showing up in big fights. Um, sometimes sometimes he showed up in big fights and sometimes he didn't. And then there's people that feed off the the intensity and the hype, like um, Conor McGregor, of course, Max Holloway. Um, so it was I, I didn't like how there wasn't the crowd atmosphere because the fans... The fans are a big part of the sport, obviously. I'm a fan, and just having that that element missing was it was a bummer. But what I did like about these fights was, on the flip side, we got to really see fighters in their element because it was just the two fighters in the cage and then a little bit of the coach advice and tips being yelled from the outside. And I just I wondered if when one side was giving advice, if the other fighter of the other side was using that advice to their advantage or whatever but I'm sure that's happened I'm sure that happens anyways but over the past weekend the the biggest takeaway was um Damian Maya's kind of comeback his resurgence was stopped short he got knocked out um and that was a bummer because it was it was it was nice to see Damian Maya starting to climb back up the ladder and start to get more hype behind him because he is one of the greatest if not the greatest jiu-jitsu fighter in the history of the UFC and it was a bummer that he lost, but hats off and all respect to Gilbert Burns. He deserved the win. He was a better fighter that night. And obviously, of course, the main event, Kevin Lee was submitted by 
Charles Charles Oliveira, and this was a very big. I thought this was a very big, um, important fight for the lightweight division because Kevin Lee, he's, in my opinion, he is the guy with the most potential that has not reached or realized his full potential yet. He's only, I believe, twenty eight years old, and it was. I'm not the biggest Kevin Lee fan, but when it comes to athleticism and and strength and kind of um, motivation, Kevin Lee has all of that. It's just something is not clicking there. I mean, he moved over, and I, I believe he moved to Montreal to permanently train with Faraz Zahabi and GSP. So there's something mentally for him, the mental side of the game, that's not clicking because he is an athlete. He is a powerful guy. He he has all the tools athletically, physically, to be champion. But so there's something up there mentally, just in his head. Uh, maybe there's doubt. Maybe there's lack of dedication. He did miss weight. I'm not sure what it is, but as far as coaching and uh, training camp, I mean, he has GSP. He has Faraz. Faraz is one of the best head trainers in the UFC, and I think in MMA history, period. So it was... It was it was tough to see Kevin Lee lose again. He's lost um, when when he was just a couple rounds away from possibly winning, getting a decision victory, and getting the interim lightweight title over Tony Ferguson. He just he seems to fight too emotionally, and he he doesn't try to think. He doesn't look ahead. He doesn't maybe dedicate um, the cardio side in the gym. He doesn't dedicate his time to the cardio part of the gym. And it's unfortunate because he's a lot of potential. I still don't think this is it for him. Um, I just would love to see him revamp his style, revamp his attitude, come out and just try to put the little stuff aside. Like Faraz is trying to get through his head and like GSP was trying to tell him if he just puts the little stuff aside, the, the banter, the emotional swinging and the blowing the load too early and getting tired and the cardio issues, missing weight issues. There's a lot of issues there, but I hope to see Kevin Lee bounce back because I have a lot of respect for him. And just to just to kind of a disclaimer, I talk a lot of trash about a couple fighters like uh, the main one, Justin Gaethje, but I have nothing but respect for anybody in any combat sports because it takes a different breed, different class, different type of human to get inside a cage or a ring and fight someone. Um, no matter who you are, man, woman, I have all respect to you. It's just I am a fan, so I have some fighters that I like more than others. But Kevin Lee is one of those guys I've never been a fan of the banter and um, some of the trash talk. But I absolutely respect for him, and I have no intent or want to kick a man while he's down. So I hope to see Kevin Lee bounce back. I know he's talked about. He's 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 pretty he's pretty down on himself in this loss, and I hope that he can pick himself up because I, I did see after the fight that he said it might be a few years till you see him fight again, and I, I hope he takes a few months off, and really revamps his strategy, um, possibly maybe get a sports psychologist. I forget the name of him, but one of those guys that really helps you, um, maybe a a life coach, someone that can get, um, flip that switch on whatever he's missing. I'm not an expert. I'm not a fighter. I've just done a little bit of martial arts, so we'll see, and I hope that he can bounce back, and we'll see how that plays out in the next few months or year. Another thing I wanted to talk about on this podcast was 
like I'd said at the beginning, um, the coronavirus, of course, is it's affecting everything, um, sports or real life. It's um, out there in the real world. It's affecting businesses, jobs. It's affecting the healthcare business, um, the healthcare industry, everything like that. It's affecting a lot. So, and we've seen that. Um, of course, they had to have this last weekend's fight night card with no fans, just the fighters and just their their teams, and of course the ref and the announcer. So, I think the chances of Tony and Khabib happening, um, it's really up in the air. The odds are really stacked against this fight happening. I know. I think the Nevada Athletic Commission has banned um, just competition, period, in that state. So for sure, they're going to have to move the venue. I think the best possible place is to have at the, the Apex Stadium, the Apex Center. Um, I think that is where they should have it. It's just one of the things that I've been thinking about and I kind of talked and touched on earlier in the podcast is that the element that you get from the fans and the buzz and the hype and the, the booze the cheers, the oohs and ahs, all that stuff could totally change that fight. Who knows? Um, Khabib has been able to, he's 28-0, he's been able to to take the boos, take the cheers. He fought Conor McGregor, who is possibly the biggest combat athlete sport of this generation. Um, he's definitely the biggest UFC star ever. He was able to get through that and dominate Conor McGregor. He was able to, in Abu Dhabi, use the crowd um, the pro pro Khabib crowd towards his advantage, and then same with Tony. Tony has fought with some crowds that weren't a fan of his, and he's fought with people and crowds that were fans of his. So I'm not sure if that will affect the fight too much. I just for sure I absolutely want to see the fight, but of course, no matter what, the health and the safety of everyone involved with the fights, everything and in, everyone involved with any sport, period, is the number one priority. And the most important thing, it's just, if it's possible, I, I want to see this fight. I, I don't want it to fall through and I don't want them to have to reschedule it. Tony Ferguson has looked as unstoppable as ever, but he is 35 years old. Um, I would like to see this fight before him and Khabib are senior citizens. So hopefully we can see this fight and let's see what happens with that also. Last thing I wanted to talk about was the rumors and the possibilities of Fight Night Dublin having Darren Till and Robert Whitaker as the main event, main bout. So I'm really excited about this because I'm here in Germany and I am very close to Dublin. And the, the second that the UFC announced that they were having Fight Night in Dublin, I think August 17th, I immediately talked with my girlfriend and I was like, hey, I feel like we need to go to this fight for sure because... It was only a fight night, and the main thing, of course, you guys know I'm Conor McGregor is my favorite UFC fighter of all time. Um, him and GSP are equal; they are my two favorites. But I thought the possibilities of the UFC possibly um, transforming that fight card into a pay per view was big. I thought Conor's probably he's going to be there no matter what, whether he's fighting or he's cheering on some of his teammates or just going there because it's Ireland. Um, but I just you know, I'm definitely going to go, no matter who's going to fight there, I think. And the fact that it, it's a possibility they haven't signed yet, that Darren Till and Robert Whitaker can be the main event. Oh, man. It would be my first UFC fight. Um, it'd be two guys, two fighters that I love. I think, I think honestly, I'll be rooting for Robert Whitaker, but I love both those guys to death. They're 
two of the best strikers in the UFC, um, maybe in even in UFC history, especially with Robert Whitaker. So I'm really excited about that. I hope that that bout gets signed, and I hope both guys can make it to that fight. So when the tickets go on sale for that, June 26th, I'll get my tickets and I'll go. It'll be my first time in Ireland, first time in Dublin, of course, and my first UFC fight. It, it'll be something else. So I'm really excited about that. And I am interested to see what you guys, uh, maybe some early predictions. You could comment, message me, go on my page on Facebook, or I have independently minded on Twitter. Just let me know what you think about all this stuff and how you think the coronavirus and the blowback is if it's going to affect Tony and Khabib, it's going to affect um, possibly future fight cards. Just let me know and give me some feedback and what you guys think. Thank you for tuning in on this episode of Independently Minded. Make sure you stay tuned and you share this episode and future episodes and the channel with everybody that would be interested. Thank you.